listening to Chasing Prophecy Radio, where we discuss anything and everything beyond the scope of normal. On UPRN Talk Radio, FM 107.7 in New Orleans and FM 105.3 in Mississippi. If it's unexplainable, we're talking about it. Whether you're a believer or a skeptic, we cover everything where the unknown becomes the known. And now, here's your host, Jenny Nicasio. Hello, New Orleans on FM 107.7 and 105.3 in Henderson Park, Mississippi, and streaming all over the world and beyond. I'm your host, Jenny Nicasio. I just want to welcome you to Chasing Prophecy Radio. And just remember, if you're in the chat, please post. Um, we're live in multiple platforms tonight, everywhere. I, I can't even, there's like 10, 11. So it's hard for me to see the chat. So bear with me. So um, I will get to your questions for you know, and for our guest. So tonight we're going to be discussing anything and everything, again, beyond the scope of normal. And tonight we are thrilled to have Jim Marshall. The mind behind systemic, I hope I'm saying this right, his work offers a fresh perspective on the understanding of human behavior in seven le levels. Okay, it reminds me, the bases in under New Mexico, the seven levels of UFO aliens. <clears throat> so join us as we delve into the revolutionary concept with Jim. And don't miss our discussion, so make sure you go and Make sure you get into the chat, ask your questions. And I want to make sure I say that this episode is sponsored by the United Public Radio in New Orleans, the great state of New Orleans. Okay, let me take a breath. Okay, um, we're also, you stick around because we're going to delve into the jellyfish AUP. So um, we're going to delve into that later on in the show. Um, if Jim wants to stick around, he's more than welcome to. And so if you have any questions for Jim, send them in your way. Okie dokie. I'm going to go ahead and bring him on. And he's going to, um, I just want to make sure I have him in the chat because this thing isn't working sometimes. And he has a, he's been doing this for a while now. He has like 50 years of experience. Um, so I'm going to go ahead, instead of me reading his bio, I'm just going to ask him so he can shout it out to you guys. Good evening, Jim, and welcome to Chasing Prophecy. I'm so happy to have you here. Like I said, I'm not going to read your bio because it's pretty long and in-depth. So I want to go ahead and you tell me exactly who you are, what you do, and what is this phenomenon? Well, as regards septemics, uh, I am the discoverer of hitherto unknown natural phenomena which greatly aid in the understanding of people, from which I constructed a revolutionary practical philosophic system called septemics. Systemic. Is that my, am I saying it right? S-E-P-T-E-M-I-C-S. Okay. Septemics. Septemics. And okay. published it in the book, Septemics, Hierarchies of Human Phenomena. Okay, now... Let's get your background first before we delve into this, because I have okay. multiple questions for you. Okay. Well, uh, as far as my my background, probably the, the most concise thing I could do is just to say that I'm a polymathic intellectual. 
hmm. whose areas of expertise include psychology, philosophy, theology, parapsychology, science, engineering, mathematics, law, literature, history, metaphysics, military science, political science, physical culture, education, human potential organization, and Oh, music. my. <laughs> you make me feel very small. <laughs> and I hold a Bachelor of Science cum laude from City University of New York. Wow. That's impressive. Now, give me an idea of what this is and how you got involved in it. Okay. Septemics is a philosophical science based on the fact that many phenomena related to human beings occur in a sequence of seven levels. Literally, the word septemics means of or pertaining to seven. Mm -hmm. Septemics comprises a collection of scales or sequences, each of which breaks down various human phenomena into a hierarchy of seven steps. Uh, there are 35 such scales, which each of which is unique, which span the spectrum of human experience, by which I mean any problem, dilemma, situation uh, that a person might get himself in can be successfully analyzed by one or more of these scales. So it's universally applicable. And if you allow me to tell you the names of the scales, you'll see that I have covered human phenomena. Okay. Okay, it takes about a minute. So there are group scales and individual scales. Um, Is that your computer? I think it's yours. I thought it was okay. mine. Uh, let me open this up because somehow it closed on me. Okay. There are 35 scales, 24 I call individual scales, meaning they apply primarily to an individual. And 11 I call group scales, meaning they apply primarily to groups. Okay? These are the individual scales. The scale of basic purposes, the scale of personal influence, the scale of choice, the scale of permeation, the scale of thought, the scale of identity, the scale of evaluation, the scale of motivation, the scale of control, the scale of stopping, the scale of scholarship, the scale of literacy, the scale of human ability, the scale of memory, the scale of spiritual identity, the scale of mental deletion, the scale of aberration, the scale of physical fitness, the scale of justification, the scale of belief, the scale of equanimity, the scale of attack, the scale of conflict, and the scale of reaction. And these are the group scales. The scale of relationships, the scale of life spheres, the scale of government, the scale of civilization, the scale of survival, the scale of management, the scale of exchange, the scale of communication, the scale of allegiance, the scale of sexuality, and the scale of politics. Any one of these scales by itself could dramatically improve the life of the reader. Okay, but I don't understand. Can hi Cindy? I don't understand. So how how is this going to help somebody? Okay. What? Okay, I'll tell you that. So I wrote this book to help people. I've had a lifetime of helping people. Mm -hmm. Each of these thirty five skills provides the user with an infallible way of determining the salutariness or beneficialness of any group individual activity. If the group individual or activity moves persons up these scales, is beneficial or positive. 
If it moves them down, it's detrimental or negative. So you see, I'm giving you a yardstick by which to calibrate human phenomena. More importantly, just finding out what level you or another person is at on any scale is by itself enlightening and beneficial. Every time a person correctly spots either himself or another person on any scale, he has a realization. He says, oh, now I see what's going on with Joe. That's one of the ways you know you have the right level because you have a realization when it happens. So it's, it's what you might call an aha moment. Now, once you know the actual level of any person on any scale, you can improve that person by moving them up one level at a time. I have solved the gradient problem that has bedeviled mankind for 6,000 years. Every good therapist, facilitator, coach, uh, and so forth understands that human development must be done on a gradient. That's why crash diets and crash exercise programs don't work. So what do you, you mean? Like, uh, I, I'm st I don't know. I mean, I don't know if anybody else is having a hard time understanding. I mean, Cindy, do you understand this? Because I, I still I can't comprehend what okay. you're what to right. so what, how okay human phenomena okay that could be anything let's pretend okay. to something yeah. in, in this situation this this is a radio station um show on paranormal activity okay uh, i'm having these horrible okay let's say my my granddaughter's having nightmares she's right. only, she's a young she's a baby right okay she so how would this help her like how would i as a parent help her with this scale uh, I don't know that you could help a baby with. Okay. This. Okay. What about me? I've been having nightmares. I've been having nightmares, night terrors. Okay. Okay. Like sleep paralysis. Okay. Um, just waking up, my heart beating really hard in my chest, and I don't know. I thought it was my heart. It's not my heart. So, how could this this phenomena or this this approach help me? Okay. So basically the way you, you use it is this. You have a problem, a situation, a dilemma, and you select from the 35 skills one that seems appropriate to what's going on in this situation. Okay. And then if it's in this case we're talking about you, hypothetically. Yeah. I'm just I'm just, you know, trying to trying to get an example analogy yeah. for this. You would find you would find your level on the relevant scale. And when you do, you'll have a realization. And so your in insight will be improved. So you might say, oh, that explains why I'm having these dreams or headaches or whatever it is. But let me give you a situation that'll be very real to all the listeners. Okay. Let's say you have a girlfriend who's having a relationship problem, right? Very mm -hmm. common situation, right? So you say, Mary, come over here. Let me show you this. And you open the book to the scale of relationships. She looks at this and she's probably going to say, you mean there's a scale of relationships? Yes. You've been complaining to me about this relationship for six months. Where is this relationship on this scale? She is going to want to know that because she's having trouble. Now, what's going to happen is 
in a matter of seconds, I mean 15, 20, 25 seconds, sometimes less, she will find a bracket, meaning she'll throw out some levels. Like she'll look at it and say, oh, well, definitely I can see we're not, a, this is not a one, two, three, or four, because we're having a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. So she got it down to three right there. So then you say to her, okay, look, go ahead and read the text, and then you'll be able to get this exactly. And she's going to want to do that because you're opening a door for her. So she reads the text. And you might want to assist her as a tutor in that. So she comes back now and you say, okay, you don't have to tell me necessarily if you don't want to, but for your own illumination, where is this relationship on this scale? And she will look at it because she's been living with this thing for six months and she just read the text. And she'll say, well, I can see that we are at level five. And then she'll have a realization like, no wonder we're having a lot of trouble. That's way down the scale. I can see that this is relevant here. You see? Now, what she decides to do about that is up to her. One thing she could do is try to move it from level five to level four, and then it will be a better relationship. But another thing she might say is, you know, level five relationship, I'm not going to mess with this. I'm going to break up with this guy. Either way, I can guarantee you she will be happy because she is finding the truth. She's not going to say, oh, I feel bad at level five. That does not happen because the person realizes something and he has and he's happy with the result always because it's the truth. Now, mm -hmm. then you say to her, okay, look, look at this scale and you open it to the scale of sexuality. And you say to her, Mary, you don't have to tell me if you don't want, but for your own illumination, where are you on this scale? You see? Mm. You don't want to know that. See? So okay. she um, I don't mean to interrupt you, but we have a couple of different um, comments in here. Okay. Now, how would this, okay, these are some of the, he's talking about a paranormal experience, okay, about mm -hmm. seeing a doppelganger. And then he goes on to say when he blinked, it disappeared, and he wants to know, how, how, like, the, what about the phenomenon and how does it, like, how do you, how's it affecting this? How would it pertain to this thing? Would it, could it pertain to what you're talking about? Could you use this scale for something like this? It's hard for me to say because I don't know the person and I don't really know the situation. In other words, uh, the way this works is you would get him because he's the one who knows what it is to look at and see what scale is relevant. Uh, because a lot of these scales are things that people don't know anything about. For example. Yeah, I think they're, 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 they're I think they're having a hard time understanding is I am having a hard time understanding right. it. Like you, you said it pertains to, to human phenomenon. Well, how would yes. you use this in this situation in the um, parapsychology? Yeah. Well, let, me, let me finish the example I was giving you, okay? So you can see how this works. So, so you, you got your friend to find the, where the relationship is, right? Then you say, look at the scale of sexuality. So she looks at it, and I guarantee you in a matter of seconds, she's going to find a bracket. She's going to say, well, it's not six or seven. That has nothing to do with us. It's not one or two. It's, maybe it's two, three, four. Okay, go ahead and read it. She reads it, she comes back, she says, oh, I can see I'm at level four. Now that could have all kinds of implications. Yeah, okay, I don't I don't mean to be disrespectful. I'm just, I don't understand what these levels, what, 
like you're saying, what is this level four going to, what does it mean? How's it going to help somebody with, uh, like a human phenomena, anything from having nightmares to having issues with relationships with family or friends. I don't, I don't understand it. And I don't think, I don't, my people in my chat is totally, don't understand it either. <clears throat> okay. What you're saying. So, so here, here, here's how it could be relevant. Uh, when she looks at it, she could say, well, I could see that I'm at level four, but I can also see that my boyfriend is at level five. And that is an obvious. Okay. Well, let's, let's, let's back up. Okay. Um, what is the benefit? What is this benefit? Like, how's this going to help somebody? And what is the significance of it? Um, okay. Can you give me an, okay. You told me about this person who's having a relationship. But how does it pertain to human phenomenon? Meaning phenomenon. Maybe I misunderstood your bio. Um, maybe I don't know. I don't know if this how's this going to relate to anything in this. We're in the um, anything that's beyond the scope of normal. How's this relating to uh, weird phenomena out there in the universe, or or people seeing flying saucers, or seeing cryptic? How does this going to help them? Well. When I talk about human phenomena, I'm talking about anything having to do with humans. Well, yeah, words, humans. Like, like I'm trying to explain. I'm not trying. Like I said, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Like, like people in the chat are asking me, how is this? Like people who are having nightmares or seeing things. How can this scale? What is this scale? What is it going to do for me? What is and is it like it's just a book with a scale? What's the scale? What's the number six going to do? Like how is it going to change my perspective on life? Or or uh, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So let me finish the explanation I was giving. Okay. You. So if you look at the scale of sexuality, it's obvious at first blush, that there are levels that are incompatible. So she can see, well, I'm at four and he's at five. That's incompatible. No wonder we're having trouble. Yeah. I, I don't mean disrespectful, Jim, but this is not, we, this is, this doesn't, this is not helping anybody in the audience. And we aren't, we aren't a relationship show. And I, I know, right. you know, that. so this isn't, this isn't going to help us. Um, and I, I don't know what to say. This isn't a dating site. This doesn't have to do with right. like relationships. Right. I know that. I'm just giving that as an example because it's real to most people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This well, like, this is a community where we talk about um, unusual things that's beyond the scope of normal, and this isn't this isn't going to help us. <laughs> and I don't mean to be um, I disrespectful. A, I see a question there that I can answer. From um, go ahead and answer it. Okay. Once you learn where you are on the scale, does the book explain how to get to a better level on the scale? Yes. Yeah. There's a whole section in the introduction that explains in great detail how to move yourself up a level or how to move another person up a level that has a separate section. So it's the, the main thing is though, once you find the right level, it's usually fairly easy to get up to the next level because you have been enlightened on the subject. You see what's going on. And so the next level is the next thing up. And so getting there is usually not that hard. So that this goes back to the engineering principle that 
90% of finding the right answer is asking the right question. And that's what this book really helps you with. It gets you to ask the right question. So you, you, you get something very specific out of it and you have a realization. And this insight will make it fairly easy for you to get up to the next level. And then you are in an improved condition. Answer that, Cindy. Um, so how is this going to be beneficial to people who are um, narcissists or sociopaths or how would this benefit them? Okay. This book is for people who can read English and want to improve themselves or others. Uh, narcissists, psychopaths, sociopaths are not interested in improving themselves or others. Well, how would this affect someone who's dealing with one? Like oh, my, okay, put it that way. Right. Okay. So that could work in a couple of ways. Uh, basically, what, what this does is it gives you each one of these skills is a lens that you can hold up to either look at yourself in a mirror or look at the other person and see them with clarity. So you really see what the person is doing, what the truth is about them. And it's very specific. So, uh, for example, you let's say the person has some guy who might be a narcissist. Well, you can look at and analyze him on a specific scale and say, wow, I can see this guy is really at a low level on that scale. Now, anybody who's at or near the bottom of any scale is going to have trouble with that scale because he lacks insight. That's why he's near the bottom of the scale. When a person has insight, has a lot of insight, he's at or near the top of the scale. So it might help you to spot that person. So I do this all the time. I find, a, I bump into somebody and I can see that he's low on three, four, five, six scales, I'm done. I say, have a nice day, goodbye, and I move on. The opposite happens too, where I see somebody is high on several scales and I say, wow, this is a person who I want around me. And I've been using this for years to select what people I should have around me and what people I want to not have around me. So the thing as far as, as, far as the sociopath or the narcissist, it's probably not going to help him because he's not interested in improving himself or others. There are all kinds of categories of people who are not interested and improving themselves or others. And so that person is probably wouldn't read this book. And even if that person did read it, he wouldn't understand it. Yeah. And even if he did understand it, he wouldn't use it because it's contrary to his way of life. This is for people who want to improve themselves or others. I have a question since this is a paranormal station um, show. Um, so what about all, how could you use this since this stage or scale for people who are seeing things out there that are claiming they're seeing unusual things in the sky? How could this help them? Are they just out of their well, mind or is this, can this scale help them? Uh, I don't know that it would because okay. that's not really a human phenomenon. Yes, that's it is because they're seeing these things. How can it not be a human phenomenon? Well, of course, the same what I'm saying is, that, that is a visual phenomenon. In other words, you look at something and you see it. Okay. Okay. So, so that. Okay. I got one. I got one for you. Okay. People say they were abducted. Yeah. 
That's a human phenomenon. How can you relate this to that? Okay, well, I would say to the person, okay, which scale here seems to relate to this experience you have, okay? And of course, if the more they know about it, the easier it's gonna be to do that. And then I would help them find their level on that scale. And that would give them insight because they would have a uh, realization about it as a result of that. Because we have a lot of people on here that think that that's okay. They need help with that because they think that they are being abducted by something. Either it's uh, interdimensional or portals or outer space. So that's... Yeah. Um, Cindy said, so this helps with all aspects of life then. Yes. And can, can you compare what is going on to the different scales then? Yeah, you, you use the scale to analyze the situation and you'll get something very specific. If you actually look at the scales, you can see they're very clear. Not do you have any pictures of them? Do you have anything that you could show us or do we? Oh, you, want, you want me to show you the book? Well, the scales. Well, if you go to my website, there's a scale on the website okay. that, that you can, the whole chapter is there. Where can somebody get this book? Where can I get this? It's, you can get it at Barnes and Nobles. You can get it at Amazon. You can get it from the publisher, Author House. Uh, if you just type the word septemics into a search engine, you'll get hundreds of responses, including all the people who are selling the book. No, Very can, easy help, to find. can this help people who are dealing with society in a whole, like what's going on with the, uh, the election and all the wars that we're having? Can this help yes. somebody? This yes. can help deal absolutely. with it. Absolutely. It helps, you, helps you to understand. Yes, it can help you to understand how you're reacting to it, why you're reacting to it, and get you to a better state with it. Also, it gets you to understand those people. For example, I know the basic purpose of every president of the United States, going back as far as Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and many of the presidents previous to that such as Washington and Lincoln and Jefferson, because I studied them. So mm-hmm. you, you can look at a guy and you can determine that person's basic purpose, that person's motivation, et cetera, et cetera. It helps you to analyze the person so you can decide, do you want to vote for this person or not? So the more you analyze somebody with this data, the better you understand him. Uh, so this is a book that definitely can prevent catastrophes, dilemmas, bankruptcies, indictments, fistfights, divorces, because if you find somebody who's downscale, you can identify that person and then you'll have an insight. Oh, now I see what's going wrong with Joe. Okay, well, I don't wanna mess with him. So let me give you an example of how that would work, okay? Let's say you have a couple and they're dating and they're thinking about getting married. Well, wouldn't it be smart for that guy to know why this woman wants to marry him? Wouldn't that be a good thing for him to know? So he can look at the scale. Now, he knows her. He's been going out with her for two years. Now, if she wants to marry him at level one, the highest level is love, motivated by love. That's a good reason to marry somebody. Mm-hmm. But maybe 
he finds that she's at level four, which is money. Maybe she wants to marry him because he drives a Maserati. Or it's like dealing with somebody that's a lib and you don't want to be involved with someone who's so far left that you can't stand it. And, or you're thinking about all this uh, unrest with uh, the, these, all these indictments that Trump's having or, or all this craziness and the new world order and the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. Okay. We can use that, right? Can we yes. use that book or something like that? It's, but it really works well on specifics. Like, you talked about Trump. He's before this Judge Engren, right? Mm -hmm. You know who that is? Engren? Mm -hmm. Okay. So anybody who's paying attention to that could use this book to analyze Engren and see what type of a person he was. Oh, really can we use this to analyze Fauci? Yes. you got to pay attention to him. I can tell you I have a deep understanding of Donald Trump because he's been around for a long time. I knew him long before he ran for president in New York, I came from New York. So I have a very, very, nothing he does surprises me, nothing. It's very clear to me who he is because I can find him on these various scales. And some of it's, he's at higher levels and some of he's at lower levels, which is how most people are. But none of it surprises me. So when I'm dealing with somebody, I don't get surprised because I know what this person is about. Uh, if, if I spend any time at all, it's very easy for me to analyze a person. So as I said before, sometimes I can just be with somebody five or 10 minutes and spot him on a specific level on a specific scale. And it tells me something about him. So I was talking about this guy, right? He might decide that, realize, well, this woman wants to marry me because I own a 60 foot yacht and I own my own Learjet and I have a $10 million condo. And he might say, I don't want to marry a gold digger and break up with her. But he will not be unhappy about that. He will be happy because he found the truth. Now, there might be another guy who's happy to marry a gold digger. See, it's very personal. There are a lot of older, unattractive, rich guys who have beautiful young wives. Well, how does that work? The 23-year-old the, the beauty queen gets a diamond ring, a pearl necklace, a mink coat, a Corvette, and a credit card. So she's happy. The guy gets a 23-year-old wife. So he's happy, see? So he might be fine with that woman being a gold digger. So it's very personal. This is very specific. It's, there's no judgment here, and it's, there's no one size fits all. Yeah. You use it to analyze what's going on in your well, life. Well, I think it would help a lot of people. And um, I think if, you wanted to, if you're into helping yourself, this book would be a good place to start. So you can find your book on Amazon. Yes. Okay. And do you have any social media um, that you would like to tell people if they want to learn more about you? Actually, I would invite your clients to my website, which is septemex.com, where you can read what many readers have said about it, what many journalists have written. You can read the reviews. You can read sections of the book itself. And there's a 15-minute recorded introduction to Septemex for new people. So it's go, very folks. clear. Well, it was great having you on, Jim. We learned a lot about this. This I would like to check out your book and give it a try, see if it can help me in my personal life or my professional life. But thanks again for to, you know coming on the show. I appreciate it. Um, we're going to move on to our next segment. But thank you so much. We're taking a short break, guys. Thanks, Jim, for being on the show. Well, uh, we just want to take a moment to just give a shout out to our sponsors tonight. 
UPM, United Public Radio, and Audible. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to be disrespectful. Unfortunately, that's not what he said in his bio. Okay, so I think people want to be on the show, but um, this is not what I expected or um, signed up for. But anyway, since I'm here, we're going to talk about the jellyfish. <gasps> now, I'm not talking about the kind that's on the beach that light up at night. We're talking about the one that, you know, that one jellyfish is going around all over the place. And people are saying it's a UFO or some kind of shape-shifting thing. I don't know. I don't know if you guys had a chance, but I do have a TikTok, so we'll play that. Unfortunately, I can't show you guys, but you know who I'm talking about. Um, so let's play that, guys, okay? Um, and thank you for being um, champs there, guys. Uh, for our, Although, Wendell, you want to get me in trouble? Yes, you think it's a dust? Well, we're going to see this. We're going to play this. So let me go ahead and bring it up because I have... I shall bring it up and I shall play it. So you tell me what you guys think. I hope it plays for you. Let me. Okay. Okay. I have to hit the thing. You got to hit the thing, right? The thing of a jigger. Synthermal was filmed on a weapons platform. You see that? You see that there's a dog there. You see the animals are black. I'm assuming this is black hot. You see the object just went to white, and you'll see it going from white to black, white to black. I don't know. It looks to me like a snot. Differentials. <laughs> hot and cold. Hot and cold. Hot. The problem was so it gets lighter. Was jammed. These individuals who target with these platforms, they can shoot out an al-Qaeda tire at 27 miles away, but not being able to lock it was one of the first signs that something's weird. Let's call it the jellyfish UAP. So there you go. It's in thermal. It was filmed on a weapons platform. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Florida one too. You see that there's a dog there. You see the animals are black. I'm assuming to me that looks like a smudge, and it changes white, from light to dark, or from white to black, white to black, and that's basically showing the heat differentials is going like so that's... hot and cold, hot and cold. The problem was the optics platform was jammed. These individuals who target with these platforms, they can shoot out an al-Qaeda tire at 27 miles hear that? Away, but not being able to lock it was one of the first signs that something's weird so so you think i don't know i i think it i mean there's a lot of reputable people are saying that it is um it's legit so i don't know what you guys think any questions or comments? Q, yeah, Q. Yeah, the um, the Florida one. Now, there's a lot of people are saying that that's uh, that's fake because they 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 could be using Project Bluebeam to do that. So that could be um, fake. I don't know. If anybody out there on TikTok, what do you guys think? Do you think it's legit? I don't know. 
to me, there's so many different things on the Florida one. It could be just a portal that they opened up. Maybe a, they opened up a portal, but they said some kids were saying that they had brought these little spirit boxes in and they, they opened up something, but let's get back to CERN. I don't know if you guys know anything about the CERN machine and we're going to play that. So they could probably CERN could probably be opening up a lot of these creatures out there. So let me see if I, yeah, you believe in an open portal. I do too. So I'm going to go back and see if there's anything. I mean, the reason why I do TikToks, it's easy for me to, and the, if I do a YouTube video, they always kick me off and they're saying I'm infringing on somebody else's uh, copyrights in which they normally would do that. I normally do do the TikTok. Um, I mean, the YouTube ones, wait a minute. Let me see. I also wanted to tell you about, I was going to play you the EP, the EVP that me and Sean found. Oh, we don't want that one. The, uh, the jellyfish. I'm sorry, guys. You hear that? I should turn it down a little bit, but it's too loud. Okay, I'm going to play this CERN thing. I'm going to tell you about the CERN. And um, they opened this, they turned the CERN on. And it pulled up a lot of stuff. So let me let me go ahead and pull this, share the screen with you guys. You see, on this this one, it's saying it opened a portal. I think it could be CERN. I don't know what you guys think if you think it's CERN. Here we go. I'm gonna go bring it up so you guys can see it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, rewind this so you can see. Oh, it's blowing! Look at that! Oh my gosh! No, I, know, I know you don't know if this is legit, but this will give you even if it is fake, who's doing an idea of what it could be. Do you remember that series on Netflix called uh, Strangers? Same principle. They're talking about portals and all these creatures that live. And if that's what they're doing, they're opening up these portals and these creatures are coming out, it could be. But then again, they're talking about false flags and using that as a false flag for something, you know, they cover up stuff. So you never know what the government's doing. They, have, they probably are capable of doing something. Let's okay. Let pause that. <laughs> so you never know. It could be this could be what's happening. Well, I'm sitting in my studio and my mic just my um my speaker just vibrated on the table. <laughs> yeah, opening a portal to evil letting evil I yeah. I, I think all this stuff can happen. I mean, you're when we do, we're opening these things and we're doing these things. It could, uh, it could do anything like that. That come, yeah. Sorry, Michaela. Is it Michaela? I can't. Might be screwing your name up, but um, yeah, they're they're opening up all these, doing these weird things. And the fact that CERN, they were talking about how they did some kind of ritual. 
um, they did a ritual when they when they opened it or turned it on. So I don't know if that had anything to do uh, about bringing these things up. There's so many UFO. They just had some new hearings trying to bring transparency to these um, U UP. Oh my God, UAPs and UFOs and all these weird things. And they really didn't tell us anything because it was a closed door. So we could we don't know what happened. So, and I'm sure the government has hundreds of different things that they're playing with. And they have that doing that reverse engineering stuff. I, they're probably doing most of the things. And there was a, um, there was a MUFON field investigator that, um, seen so many weird things. And then you didn't hear, I haven't heard anything of them. And I don't even know what happened to them. But we're, we're really getting on a slippery slope. Um, so I wanted to see if there's any more TikToks that we can um, show you. Although that the sound is so freaking loud. I don't think there's any YouTube. I'm going to try. I'll probably get flagged if I try to find anything about. Um, let me see if I can see. I'll pay a little bit of it. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to play CERN again because I think that's. They have the whole opening ceremony, which is kind of creepy. Oh, we don't want that. That's not good. <laughs> we can hear that. Okay, finally happened. Scientists break silence. Okay. Well, this is, if you don't know anything about CERN, this is a six-minute, okay. I'm not really sure what this one is. And he's going to talk about, um, I'm going to play this. So I'm going to bring this up. And this is, if you don't know what CERN is, this is a good, so if you can't see the video, but you can hear it, this is really good. So you can um, listen to this one. Let me, uh, I got to go get this share. Okay, get rid of this one. Stop that one. This is, sharing things is not that easy. So I'm just going to tell you, so bear with me. I always screw it up. YouTube. Okay, I'm going to share the YouTube. Okay, and I'm going to play it. How the particle accelerator altered the weight of one electron and therefore destroyed our universe. I want to rewind it so you can there hear is it. A tunnel and machinery inside that tunnel sends beams of energy in a vast circle. And how the particle accelerator altered the weight of one electron and therefore destroyed our universe and shifted us into the universe that's directly next to it and therefore things are different in this universe. Max Laughlin, often hailed as the brightest child on the planet, has voiced alarming theories about CERN's potential. He warns of the purported misuse of CERN's technology by scientists seeking to open a portal to another dimension. In an era where our scientific strides have reached alarming heights, the Large Hadron Collider, LHC, made by CERN, stands not just as a beacon of human achievement, but also as a potential Pandora's box. While it's undeniably the most formidable particle accelerator ever built, the LHC has ignited a whirlwind of debates that touch upon the very nature of reality, the possibility of parallel universes, and the puzzling Mandela effect. Beyond the awe-inspiring discoveries like the Higgs boson, 
we have Max Laughlin's stark warnings and theories that suggest we might be living in an altered reality. What exactly does this mean? Let's find out. Max Laughlin's alarming theory, CERN's experiments and the quest for parallel universes. Max Laughlin isn't your average kid. By age 13, he had already grabbed the world's attention with an invention that promised free energy for all. A bright spark in the scientific community, his theories aren't just food for thought, they're also a warning sign. Now, he's back in the spotlight with a bold, unsettling prediction about the Large Hadron Collider at CERN. According to Max, researchers may have opened a door to an entirely unknown portal, and while his ideas may sound like science fiction to some, there's no denying the serious waves they're making worldwide. In various videos, Max explains his beliefs without getting lost in scientific jargon. He points towards the uncertain possibilities that lie in the paths of CERN researchers. Whether or not the scientific community agrees, Max's youthful perspective and unexpected insights definitely make people stop and think, what if he's right? His previous invention, a free energy machine, already turned heads and left people wondering just how much potential is locked inside this young mind. It wasn't just an invention. It was a message about a future Max believes is fully within our grasp. Now, with his new warnings about the potential dark side of scientific exploration, Max challenges us all to consider the unknown and unexpected consequences of our pursuits. And we are living in an alternate expansion of our universes. Even in my own scientific notes, I've found uh, rewritten signatures and things that are a little bit different from originally what I wrote. Max Laughlin made waves when he presented yet another groundbreaking idea. Besides his talk on free energy, he dove deep into some hypotheses that are based on detailed observations of our universe and possibly a parallel one. Max's alarming theory suggests that CERN's experiments, especially those involving the Large Hadron Collider, could be more than just scientific exploration. He worries they might disrupt our reality, potentially pushing us into an alternate dimension much like ours. Now, what Max is suggesting raises big questions about our role in the universe. Space has always been a mystery. It's big, complex, and full of stuff we're still trying to understand. CERN is at the forefront of trying to figure it all out. They're known for their work on the Large Hadron Collider, LHC, a massive machine that recreates conditions similar to those just after the Big Bang. By smashing tiny particles together at incredible speeds, the LHC helps scientists get a closer look at the building blocks of everything. But with Max's theories in mind, we're left wondering, are we pushing the boundaries of understanding, or are we risking too much? Max Laughlin offers a riveting interpretation of the results of these experiments. He postulates that the LHC may have unknowingly disrupted our universe's fabric. Such a rupture, he argues, might have thrust humanity into a parallel reality. See, that's probably what's happening. Um, you open up this, you turn this thing on, and you don't know what you're going to get. I mean, if I had to put money on it, I'd say it was something like that. It's opening portals and... Um, a definitely Bigfoot. I think he goes in and out of portals, um, especially especially the ones that David Politis talks about on Missing 411. Uh, you know, that all of a sudden they see this or they drag bodies up to these locations that there's no way they could have been put there. You know, they there's no way they could have gone to them themselves and, and they 
they go through these portals. They probably go like in and out of portals to different dimensions, just like on Stranger Things. And it's happening all over. Everybody's seeing these cra these crazy things, and it's kind of scary to think that we're living in these times. I mean, this this is a crazy time we're living in. We're seeing UFOs more. We're seeing uh, things that we can't explain. Crazy weather. I mean, come on. They had canceled the Pittsburgh Steeler game till tomorrow in Buffalo because they got this extreme weather there that they normally don't have. It's kind of crazy if you ask me what's going on. And I don't know. There's especially with this election now coming up, and you're going to see more and more bizarre things out there. So if you know of any, um, put in the comment um, what you'd like to. We have like 10 more minutes um, to talk. Unfortunately, we the first 20 minutes were a little bizarre. But that's okay. You know, every we're on live. This is live, live radio. I mean, we can't control everybody. <laughs> we, get it. we can't control it. Um, but... It's, it's crazy. And I'm going to see if I can play this EVP that I, Sean Kelly and myself and John Venturi, I have the, I have it here. I'm going to pull it up and see if I can play it for you guys. Uh, Cause it's, it was one of our, this is going way back when we were on beacon of light radio. And it's really, it really bizarre because this, this month, this, this demonic voice in the in the background tells Sean he's going straight to hell. So let me see if I can pull it up. I hope I can pull it up because it's really neat. Um, if you're into that kind of stuff, and of course I probably can't find it because I um, changed some things. Let me see if I can pull it up. I might still have it. Um, how can I even find it? I wish Sean was on because he could he could help me figure out. I think I remember where it was. Well, let me see if it's an if you can pick it out. <clears throat> let me see. That was that we're talking a while ago. Um, here it is. I think this is it. Okay, here at EVP. I'm gonna my memory serves me right. I'm gonna try to whoops, I'm gonna I'm, think it was like 20 something but i might be wrong let me see if i can pull it up yeah well thank you so much celeste thank you very let's see but they couldn't okay yeah and you know then you had to something else that was demons and you and you have you know angels but i read a book recently god's ghostbusters no, that's one, not the it. Best ones do good things to a spirit. Now, see, God was a demon, yeah. but it was a spirit. I think it's around here. I, I, I couldn't figure out, like, what's going on, you know? So I play Columbo when I go on these investigations. And um, Hare had come to find out. She played with a Ouija board 25 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Okay. And you know, I think this is where it is. No time after in spirit world. And that spirit waited and waited and waited and found the opportunity time to pounce in and, you know, gave this girl a lot of credit. Yeah, I want to stay away from those Ouija boards. Oh, you have to. 
I'll tell you something else uh, without turning this totally into the demonic side, though. Is that he's like talking about demonic that, stuff. Uh, um, Maybe that's not it. Wait, where is it? Do you have a um, question for John Fentry or comment? Yes, sure. I think okay. I think it's coming so, up. So, um, last night. Wait, I think it's a but they couldn't. It was all the top of the houses in my neighborhood in Queens and stuff. And then when I when yeah, I that's not it. Wait, you know I don't know if your spirit leaves your body. I don't know what other body experiences are, but uh, but if you didn't see any creatures or anything, I don't I don't know how significant it is. Thank you. No, I didn't see any creatures. It was like people who were just trying to get me, but but uh, I kept flying, and yeah. it's our way. I know again, a dream that I'm flying. So it could be just a lucid dream. People have all kinds of things happen to lucid dreams, you know. Yeah, but and thanks. The flying part could be an out of body experience. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Celeste. Thank you very much, Celeste. Thank you, Jennifer. Real quick, John, what do you think of Kexburg? No, it's not coming up. <laughs> I wish I knew exactly UFOs where. UFOs over in Germany. And I was wondering, okay, it seems like after all this little bit of information. I have to bring. Lucifer was a seraphim. The middle three. I'd have to bring John on to see if he remembers where it was. But this was, this was a really good show. And I know it's on Spotify for July 23rd, 2022, I think, no, 2021. Um, it was a good show, but I can't, I don't have to figure to ask him where exactly what the EVP said. It said something, Sean's going to go straight to hell or something like that. It was pretty bizarre, but. Uh, so next week, on Tuesday, we have, um. I believe to, uh, he's an astrologer. I'll tell you exactly who we have on, which will be a good show. Um, that would be Tuesday the 16th. And that is, he's going to, he's a, an astrologer. Harmon, Mark Harmon. Yeah, Mark Harmon. He's an astrologer. He's going to give us some insight into what can we expect in the year. So that should be, he's always pretty good. I've had him on the show a couple times. So he's going to be talking what's coming up. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about astrology. So that'll be, that'll be interesting because we need to know what's, well, we, you need to know what's going on in the world. And um, I listen to Alex Jones on Info well, more. And I get, that's where I get my, my news. <laughs> I don't listen to mainstream media. So that's where I get his, his stuff at. Um, we talk about, he talks about the new world order, all kind of crazy stuff, what they're trying to do to us and oh one world currency and all that stuff, digital currency. And we're getting back to like the, the mark of the devil. And we're going to have a really good guest on the show. The 20, it's going to be a recorded show. 
but uh, Joy Piel Cole, and she's going to talk about the Antichrist and what we can her new book, um, what we can expect. And she goes back and she she claims that it's it's the royal family. Um, Prince William is part. He's going to be he. She thinks he's the Antichrist, which. Antichrist is, but we're going to leave it at that tonight. So uh, we're going to check out a little bit early tonight since our gut, we didn't have our guests on the, for the full hour. So if you think you'd be a good guest for chasing prophecy radio, please send me a direct message on chasing prophecy radio at gmail.com. And I'd love to have you on the show. Mm, we talk about anything and everything beyond the scope of normal. So, um, anything that's going out there. And if you have any video you want to send me, feel free to send me so we can talk about that stuff. You know, like I get a lot of my information on TikTok. There's a lot of good influence out there that have a lot of good information. And I've, that's where I got a lot of my information and I'll probably be flagged on YouTube because they don't let me, they don't let us post anything. And they say it's digital copyrights infringement, which I don't know. Hi, you too, Cindy. You have a good night. So we have a lot of guests coming up February, March. Um, different things that are going on out there. A lot of crazy stuff. People hearing voices outside. A lot of things happening in the Chestnut Ridge area. I like to have Stan Gordon on the show again because he's really interesting. And um, a couple of paranormal investigators. Um, they're going to be coming on the show and talk about their, what they do and, um, their latest investigation. There's a lot of different places out there that are haunted. It just reminds me of that, that one show we did with the, uh, Brownsville road. <laughs> that still freaks me out that he had, he has a bed and breakfast in a place that had demonic presence, which freaking freaks me out so but stay tuned for um sean kelly into the night he usually comes on about 8 10 and all you people out there and stream yards and uh we got dfo paranormal youtube page gods and goddesses extraterrestrials canadian haunted houses and ufo paranormal <laughs> You too. I can't keep up with it all, but have a great night and you guys stay warm out there. It's pretty cold. A lot of crazy weather, but, uh, have a great night and stay tuned for Sean Kelly into the night. Um, he, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think he has a paranormal investigator on this show. It was great having you guys. Um, and we'll talk to you. Stay warm. Good night. <laughs>